Welcome to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. This is where you're going to discover how to bring awakening into the body and into everyday life through powerful tantric teachings. Get ready to release, open and step into your true power. What if you were okay with the feeling of rejection? And you're about to get this code from someone who fucking goes for it, who asks for, who I'm at the point where I'll ask for anything because I know I can be with rejection because I've had to be with abandonment so much in my life. (laughs) So are you ready for the codes, ladies? Okay, so I want you to see, close your eyes and see this part of you that is so small, that feels so alone, that wants saving, that doesn't even know what the hell to do in her aloneness because danger feels like it's there. Feel this part of you that when you feel rejected or when you feel abandoned, You feel worthless. And see how intimate you are with that part of yourself. Feel how intimate you are with that part of you. And feel, get closer to it. And rejection is a concept. How do you feel when you're rejected? Feel afraid that you're not lovable? Sad? Feel alone. Often if we're rejected and we're needing something for safety and there's a no, then we feel helpless. It's like, I need this to feel safe and I don't have it. I've been rejected in that need and now I'm helpless because I don't know what else to do. Maybe you feel angry when you're rejected frustrated what if you could feel all of that without resistance in silence remember my definition of silence embodied non-resistance so I want you to draw your mind back to the last time you felt rejected or abandoned Take yourself back there. And just notice, did your defences come up? Did your protection come up? Did you go into the mind and analyse everything? Or did you drop in and meet those feelings with silence? And let's all just bring a hand to the heart and a hand to the womb. Breathe. And give some expression to that smaller part of you that feels sad, angry, alone, helpless when you're abandoned and rejected. And just know that you don't have to avoid that feeling. You can be there for it. 
You can be there for it. You have to be there for it. You have to be there for it. You have to be there for all of it. If you, if you're going to find safety to feel good, you've got to find safety to feel shit because they're all the same. And eventually, actually, you can even feel a bit of joy in the feeling shit because it's like this release. So let's feel good in the aliveness of the emotions when they're allowed to be there when we feel rejected. Give that some sound. Give that some movement. <sighs> that tremble, give it a voice, give it movement, that helplessness, that, oh, that terrifying feeling of what if I'm alone forever? What if no one wants me? What if I never succeed? You know, when you put yourself out there and you didn't get the clients, you put yourself out there and he didn't show up, you put yourself out there and you didn't make the money you wanted to make, you put yourself out there and you were excluded, whatever it is, if you can't be with that, then your fear of rejection is going to stop you all the time. The way that you heal the rejection and abandonment wound is with knowing that you can be with it, that you're an adult now. Because so many of us, when we were children, were rejected or abandoned, it wasn't okay. We depended on someone to be there who wasn't. And there's hard trauma and soft trauma. Hard trauma is, you know, the trauma with a capital T when you've been bashed, raped, in car accidents, death, big shit, obvious shit right, that has gone down in your life. And then there's soft trauma with a little t. And it's pretty much what all of us experience to varying degrees. And so the soft trauma of not being attuned to as a child, of being emotionally, physically, or spiritually neglected, or maybe all three. When we're in that rejection as a child, we don't know what to do with it. We, we don't know. And so we dissociate, right? And so now... We are all in this sacred magical container going to do something together. So just imagine we're all holding hands. Just bring your hands together. We're all going to be like, we got it now. We got it now. I've got me when I feel rejected. And when I don't feel good enough when I'm rejected, I've got me to feel that and I'm not going to resist that part and head fuck myself and try to transcend it or overcome it or listen to the next podcast that's going to fix it or think that one day when I'm fully aligned or enlightened that's going to go away. No, I'm going to embrace this humanness because the only way I can be authentically embodied as a woman is to love fucking children, to love this little girl inside and to love all children because that's Look at our bodies. Look at who we are. We're here to love. We're here to nurture. Stop turning away from those parts of yourself. So let's make a pact right now. We're holding hands. We're making a pact. Our new allegiance, our new devotion is to the non-resistant, silent space and void that can exist in our body when we're fully alive with whatever we're experiencing and there is no tight fist. We're not following the mind that wants to fix us or change us or plan or control or guard 
or make the right move. Here we are. Here we are, being with it, trusting it. Trusting it. And it's the same with your fear of failure. So let's invite the one that's afraid of failure now. The one that's afraid of failure, the one that has failed, the one who hasn't got the results that they wanted or expected. You're not going to be so afraid of failure if you're okay with feeling failure. And what's what's underneath failure? What are those emotions? Fuck, I failed. Just think of a relationship that's broken down or a project you had at work or at school, whatever. We all fail, right? No one I know doesn't fail. Oprah Winfrey failed like hundreds of times before someone told her that, before she became who she is, you know how many times she was told that she shouldn't be in public speaking? Oprah fucking Winfrey. You fail, you fail, you fail. And instead of the shame, the shame, the shame that you bury yourself in and the analysis of trying to get out of that, what if you just went, I failed? How do I feel when I fail? Oh, oh. You know, when, when, if, if ever I fail at something, I'm so angry. <laughs> just like, oh especially if I know what I did wrong, you know, and there's layers to it. It's like, oh, I just feel that. And then there might be grief. You might have impacted someone that you've hurt, whatever it is. Can you be with the fullness of that? Because there are no failures, really. What I've learned by being with every failure is that they are the stepping, or every failure is a stepping stone to learning and growing and expanding. Every time I feel the the most microcosmic fucking layers of abandonment and rejection that are so deep within me then then a part of a part of me is met that was never met before and in that meeting there is more emptiness because there's no longer a part that's not being seen so with the everything, with the embrace of everything, also comes the nothingness. And I, sometimes I get a bit trippy, but stay with me. So what I want you to imagine is that when you meet every part of you without resistance, with a silent mind that's not analysing, judging, planning, controlling, going into the past and into the future, that just is here. It's like every time you meet another layer, another part of yourself, another layer of that part of yourself, you are expanding in your capacity to hold space. And as you expand in your capacity to hold space, you become more spacious. And as you become more spacious, you are trusting whatever is coming through you when you share to a friend, a partner, to a thousand people, it doesn't make a difference. You might feel different in your body because you're coming into a vibrational resonance with different people. It's like if I thought about what I was going to say, I wouldn't say three quarters of the shit that I say. And, you know, this, this thing of like, can you hold space for this? Why do we ever need someone to hold space for anything? Because we can't hold space for it. And I wish you would just hold space for me. And of course, sometimes it's beautiful 
for a man to hold space for you. If you need it and you don't have that space holding within you, you are going to suffer. It's okay to want money, but if you don't know how to feel wealthy, you are going to suffer. If you want love and you don't feel love here and you're experiencing it here, you are going to suffer. Why? Because you're going to sabotage the fuck out of all of it. Whatever your nervous system isn't used to feeling, your mind, your ego that you have an allegiance to is is going to go, we want to go back there. This is what's comfortable. So not only do we want to get comfortable with something else, which I'm going to teach you about, having a felt sense in your body of a new expanded version of yourself that's an energetic match for what you need and desire and truly long for. Part of having that felt sense is that there's not the interruption of the mind that you're so devoted to. And again, I'm going to say this doesn't mean that your mind becomes silence. It means that there's a silence meeting that mind which is tapped into an awareness that notices that you're following your mind. The mind's always going to go. The mind is there. You can't let go of the mind. It's part of the human experience, but it will let go of you when your allegiance and your devotion is to something else. Because where attention goes, energy flows. So what if instead of this allegiance, you switched it to that spaciousness and then you started to feel more alive than ever and this is where the feminine comes in. And then, actually, wow, guess what? You don't have to fucking think about what you need, what you desire. You will feel it. You will feel it in the truth of a being that is in a whole state because silence is meeting emotion and that emotion is either going, this is fucked and completely out of alignment or this is great and this is what I want or this is fucked and it was all my fault and can I just feel that? Can I feel that failure? Sometimes we know we feel like shit because we fucked it up. You're a failure. You are an absolute failure. You have failed undoubtedly in your life. You've been a cunt. You've been a bitch. You've said shit that you knew better not to say. You put something out there and it wasn't the success. Who gives a fuck? I'm a failure. You're a failure. And we're all awesome, right? We're all a success. We're all a success for being here right now in a container that's taking a stand for a life that is I is actually going, you know what? I want more than having an allegiance and devotion to the mind because you wouldn't be here if you were ready to break that because everything that's been coming to me preparing for this and everything I've been processing, it's all about, okay, it is time. Like you cannot even afford to follow that anymore. And anytime I try to make a plan, control my reality in any way, resist something that's inside of me, I mean, I was all, I've, I've already got to the point of Jedi of not resisting what I'm experiencing, which is, which is why you guys are here. And I still fail at that sometimes. You know when I fail at it? When I've got this little girl 
who is scared shitless whenever Matisse says he's going away, that still to this day, no matter how much I've been with that energy, completely freaks out and goes back to the little girl that when my dad went away, that's when the sexual abuse was happening. And I'm just like, there's different layers of resistance to her that come up each time. And I peel them back and peel them back and peel them back. And this time, the resistance that was there is, what if this never goes away? And then I'm just like, and what if it doesn't? What if every time he goes away, I'm going to feel this? Can I just be with that? And can I maybe ask for some more support in that than I usually would because I'm feeling braver because I'm meeting her and loving her deeper and not shaming her anymore so that she actually feels like she can be loved. So I want you all to know that I am not a guru sitting here in perfect humanity. I am a woman sitting here wanting you to feel as fucking good in this life as you possibly can. And the way that you feel as good as you possibly can is to stop tolerating what's not in alignment and start to follow what is. But if you're not doing it with the foundations that I just spoke about, then you're just chasing something to feel something else other than what you're feeling. So for my own professional integrity, (laughs) can we all please agree to knowing that at the basis of everything that we're journeying here is a responsibility to the inner work, is a responsibility to a practice that will end up being your life of tuning in and just feeling whatever it is that you are feeling In your practice throughout the day, it only needs to take five minutes. There are so many different ways you can feel. You can sit in stillness, in meditation. You can dance. You can breathe and move your pelvis. You can give your breasts a massage. I'm not here to go, this is the way to do it. Like, how do you come into contact with you? And then just check it out and be with it all. And you know what? You don't have to overcome your fear of rejection or your fear of failure or your fear of not being good enough to put yourself out there to have the man of your fucking dreams or the partner of your dreams or to express your legacy out into the world to go for it. If you're not scared, then it's not it because you ought to be fucking scared whenever there's something new. So (laughs) if you're going for something and you're not scared, you're going for something that's in your comfort zone. I am scared every single time that I put myself out there, that I launch something, that I walk into a party with too many people. (laughs) And that's okay. And then when I let that fear directly interact with what it is that I'm afraid of and I let it be there, it can breathe just like anything that's given space. But if I follow my mind of all the fears of like, oh, what if you launch and this and this happens? What if you express and this and this happens? What if you go to the party and this and this happens? What if you 
get that house, like my latest big stretch out of my comfort zone is a house that's $1,400 a week. And it's like, oh, that feels different. (laughs) Never spent that much money a week. And it's like, okay, that feels scary. Now I can go, okay, that feels scary. That means it always cracks me up when spiritual people go, no, it's just not feeling in alignment in my body. And I'm laughing inside going, you're just fucking scared shitless because you're getting out of your comfort zone. They haven't even given it enough time of pondering, especially when I was in board and I'd have conversations with people. It's like, it's not feeling like the flow. I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit out of your comfort zone, isn't it? And like, so right there, you saw my bitch, right? I was being a bit bitchy about board people. Do you like me any less? Is the bitch a part of you? Raise your hand. Right. We all have an inner bitch Mm. and we can shine the light of awareness of it and we can be discerning with it, right? Some of it we keep to ourselves, some of it we share, but we're naturally ourselves in that. We're not trying to be a certain way or trying to stop something. We're just naturally either discerning or not discerning. So when you ask yourself, is this the right move for me? Is this the right guy? He's asked me on a date, should I go? Or someone asks you to be a speaker somewhere. You've got an opportunity for a career change. It's very easy to feel scared and to go, oh, no, that doesn't feel right. Does everyone know what I'm talking about? Oh, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel in resonance. That doesn't feel in alignment. Of course it doesn't. Because your nervous system is only as open to anything that it's interacting with that it's comfortable with, right? So whenever we make a change in our life, our nervous system has to expand in its capacity to hold a different energy. It's stretching out of its comfort zone. It's not meant to feel good. It's meant to feel scary. And like scary, when you don't resist it, and when you know this and you've experienced it enough times, it it kind of feels exciting. Like, you know, before... I came on here, like, how did I prepare for today? I sat with my emotions all day. I didn't read anything. I had no idea what I was fucking talking about. I moved my body. I breathed the sun into my pussy while I was naked. I had a really, really long shower and washed my crown. You know, I lay in bed with a beautiful view. My preparation for alignment was to get a ridiculously beautiful pad with 180-degree views, which my man actually organized for me. And the other planning, eating beautiful food, I did that today. I went shopping. It's like how much pleasure can you stand and how much can you connect pleasure to your success? Because we are so brainwashed to believe that working hard going through the grind, crazily preparing and planning for launches, for speaking, healing, for the perfect partner, all of this stuff that we have to do. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. What if actually we just be ourselves and we trust the naturalness of that? And, of course, that can't be fully trusted when there's resistance because who are we really? Are we the sum of our conditioning and the sum of our imprints or are we beyond that? Because if your allegiance and your devotion is to the mind, your allegiance and your devotion is also to your past imprints and conditioning, right? 
Thanks for listening to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. For more great free resources, in-person and online workshops and our retreats, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Awakening Academy or visit embodiedawakeningacademy.com.